I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass, the podcast that was thinking about sending you flowers on Valentine's Day, but then was like, no. Um, okay, I think it's time that we talk about money and politics, but we're not going to do it like everyone else. We're not going to hand ring or call for the end of Citizens United. We're just going to talk about what we see. Actually, one of my favorite things to say to sort of needle liberals who are really hate Citizens United is to point out how little money seems to matter in presidential elections of late. I, presidential elections. Right. Yeah. So let, let's look just at the presidential race right now. Jeb Bush and super PACs supporting Jeb Bush had oh. spent through late February $130 million on his behalf. Rubio, $61 million. Cruz, $59 million. I love this statistic. Scott Walker and his super PACs went through $32 million in his mm-hmm. campaign that was less than two months long. That is more than Donald Trump has spent in his entire campaign, which is going to win him the Republican nomination. Trump, $26 million. Scott Walker, who we all kind of forgot even ever ran for president, $32 million. Aside from Ted Cruz, I know somebody who's given to every one of those campaigns, aside, well, and Trump, obviously, um, that you just mentioned, and they're all Wall Streeters. It is not necessarily about the money, again, on Wall Street. What is it about? It do is, they do they think they're getting value for this money that they've spent? Do they look back at this and they say, what an idiot. I should have just kept my money and spent it on a yacht. No, it's a hobby. But this is like betting on this is like horse racing. But this seems like an awful hobby. They keep betting on the wrong horses and losing. So do a lot of people who love horse racing. <laughs> so so somebody who who, you know, put. $10 million toward Jeb like Hank Greenberg did. This was widely reported that like late in the game when Jeb was dead in the water, his super PAC somehow managed to raise $10 million from Hank Greenberg. And the big question is why now is Hank Greenberg giving $10 million to this dead campaign? Hank actually gave the money before it was reported and before Jeb looked as bad, though I would argue that Jeb started looking bad a lot earlier on than these guys were willing to admit to themselves because they were just so deluded about the race. Um, after Scott Walker dropped out, most of that money went to Jeb. Well, a lot of it got spent, so those people had to write new big checks right. to Jeb. Yes. You, you write your Scott Walker check. You, it's like you're at the roulette table and you're betting $5 million on single zero. Totally. I know finance finance people who jumped right from Walker to Bush. And, you know, some people got on the Walker train specifically because they thought that you know, okay, I support this candidate this time around. I can prove to the party that I'm really useful. And then next time I'll have the first seat and be a big player in the big, big campaign. Because this is this is the truth. These guys outlast the candidates. You know, they'll you can only run for president so many times, but you can think that you're a kingmaker over and over and over again. So you're saying this was a play for 2020? The idea was to next Absolutely. time around back the winner? The, but the other people, the people who were with Jeb, um, either because they were okay with being in the back of the bus or because they were important before, so they were in, fr- in the front of the Jeb bus, right, they get... thought Jeb was going to win. Right. So now, don't they look at it and say... I got this really wrong. Not only did Jeb lose, he lost really, really badly. Yeah. And I have never heard any single Wall Streeter tell me that they know what is going to happen with their money. Like, I've asked every single one who's ever given to a super back, who is the prioritized debt? Who's got, who's got the senior banknotes? You know what I mean? Who is the senior bondholder on this campaign? But the really big donors, 
they they have a ton of opinions about how you should run a campaign. I mean, they're they're usually not smart opinions. It's Bill Ackman style being like, I was a brilliant Wall Street manager, therefore I know best about everything. That's they, literally every Wall Street opinion about everything. Right, but they do want to meddle. They they think they know where you should be running attack ads and against whom and what the ads should say. Sure. So the financial geniuses giving the money to the super PAC get to hire the people in charge of the super PAC who set strategies, strategies that the candidate might not even like, which is how you got those billboards all around Iowa that just had quotes from Jeb Bush on them. So stupid. That's another interesting thing about this, because these are the guys that that epitomize the elites of the Republican Party who are getting shut down. And they kept getting placed in the running over and over again because the money guys in New York City would always fund them. I think the thing is that money in politics matters, but it matters a lot less than it might because so much of it is spent so badly. Existing models of voter persuasion are breaking down and ads aren't as effective as they used to be. And partly because the the effect of the Citizens United decision is to separate campaigning from the campaign. So this is something that people who worry about money in politics should be grateful for. It's uh, So much of this money is being wasted rather than being used to effectively undermine our democratic institutions. And that's what we love in, in the United States of America, wasting money. The downside of this is that you've got money guys in New York on the Republican Party picking the horses before they get into the race. And when you start with these initial horses picked by these rich guys from the Upper East Side and Westchester and nice parts of Long Island, then they don't connect with the base. And you have an issue like Donald Trump. So then Donald Trump is the healthy force in our electoral politics here, right? He's it's breaking the stranglehold of money on politics. It, it's definitely the nightmare that wakes you up from a deep, deep sleep. Maybe we're better off with the bought and paid for candidates if the alternative is Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton. And the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. We are distributed by Acast. Acast.